to Prince Among Queens, featuring your host, Troy Bronstein. In this program, Troy speaks to some of the most talented recording artists in the music business. You'll hear the stories, as well as the stories behind the stories. What's big, what's now, what's next? You'll get the updates right here. Now, here's Troy Bronstein. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Prince Among Queens, and I'm your host, Troy Bronstein. If you'd like to email me, you can do so at troy at t-besttalentagency.com. And if you'd like to call in today to speak to our guest, you can on 1-866-472-5787. First, before I introduce our special guest today, I'd like to thank all the listeners and continue telling your, telling your friends and your uh, friends and relatives to come and join the show. Um, I'd like to thank the countries that have tuned in, which is Germany, Spain, Ireland, Mexico, China, Australia, France, Canada, and Chile. So we're getting a nice uh, fan base going on there. All right, now we'd like to introduce our special guest. Uh, It's a pleasure to have her on my show. I've known this wonderful woman uh, for many, many years and everyone's recognizes the voice and we'd like to welcome international recording artist, Miss Jeannie Tracy. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Good. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for um, having me. You're more than welcome, my dear. Thank you again. So to get down to it, like I start with everybody, we, we go, you were originally born in Jasper, Texas, and then moved to Fresno where uh, you began in the church at, um, is it the Pestaconial Church? Pentecostal. Is that, is that the correct name? Pentecostal. Pentecostal, I'm sorry, okay. Right. Pentecostal, got it. And then uh, you also studied opera, opera and classical piano. Yeah. Is that right? That's right. Okay. That's All right. right. Yeah. So, and then from, okay, then from Fresno, you went ahead and you moved to San Francisco where you uh, came in contact with Harvey Fuqua. Is that the correct, is that how we pronounce his name? Fuqua? Yeah, Fuqua. Harvey yes. Fuqua. Right. Who also managed Sylvester. And then he hired you uh, to produce and um, do music for the gospel group Voices of Harmony. How, how was that as, as, as a different thing to start out with? Well, it was, it was great and it was, it was fun because they didn't have uh, any projects and they he wanted to record record them and that was the first group that he he um you know took up with before Sylvester and so um I started writing for them they um rented out a big Safeway store and that became Honey Records and the choir used to rehearse there and I wrote a whole album of songs for them and the fun thing was when I got to, they did a big concert. And so uh, at the concert, they did all the songs. And it was the most amazing thing for me to see someone else singing my songs and, and, and a, a choir of all things. So, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that would have been quite, uh, quite cool. Amazing hearing, especially with the choirs going on mm-hmm. um, with your music. So from there, uh, you were introduced to Sylvester, and then yeah, you started singing backgrounds for Sylvester along with Martha and Isora, which were the two tons of funds. 
Did you yes. used to say they were the two sons and you were the fun? How was yeah. that? <laughs> let's get let's not get it twisted. That's right. <laughs> because at the time, at the time I was really a small woman. And so I wasn't their size. And so uh, and, and it was so much fun being with those girls. Um, so in all fun and everything, I used to say they was the tons. I was the fun, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and then so with that then when two tons branched off and became their own uh they did two albums which you also sang backgrounds for um back at you and two tons of fun it was the was the names of that which led to um you singing on sylvester's album too hot to step was the name of that album and you did a, two uh-huh. duets with him right here is my love and give it up right um too hot to sleep and um too hot harvey's, to sleep okay yeah harvey harvey's background was motown and he and marvin Gaye were good friends just to give you a little background on him so yeah, he came please, to the he, came, he came, came to the bay area you know to see what he could do here because he had heard that this was a hot bed for music and it really was i mean you had prince getting people out of here uh, like the likes of Rosie Gaines and uh, just many people from this area, um, musicians and singers and stuff. And so Sylvester uh, grabbed the girls and then Harvey saw, came to a club and saw me and, Welcome. and invited me to their studio, you know, and all that. And when Sylvester walked you in the room, mail. oh, okay. So, Go ahead. Uh, it's Sorry, a, that it's was my computer. I don't know what it was. Okay. So anyway, so that's how <laughs> he had he had a vision in mind. So the vision after upon meeting all of us, his vision was to start off with the choir, then Sylvester, then Eric Robinson, who was a keyboard player for Sylvester, and wrote some of the songs uh, for Sylvester, then the two tons, and then myself. So that was going to be in that order. And, and that was really how it was. But Eric Robinson left and went to Europe. So, and, you know, he left the Bay Area. Okay. And then before, uh, actually, then you were getting, you were signed to Fantasy Records. But prior to that, did you do uh, the soundtrack for Apocalypse Now from Francis Ford Coppola? Was that before your signing or after your signing? Yes, yes, that was before. I, I, um, <laughs> Yeah, I met I met he and his father, uh, Francis Ford Coppola. I met he and his father, and actually it was supposed to be myself and Martha, but they hired another girl because uh, Martha was under contract and couldn't do it. So uh, Henrietta Davis and I did Apocalypse Now, and that was really that was really interesting. And because I read music, I studied music, I studied opera, and I was a piano player. Uh, in my beginning years uh, as a young child at six years old, I studied piano and classical music. So because I read music, I could teach everybody else their parts. So um, because that was the first thing they asked me, could I read music? And Henrietta could as well, because she was an opera singer. So she could read. And so Mm -hmm. we got on just good. And that was a, that was a big thing for me to do that, that big, that big movie like that. And to meet, you know, Francis Ford Coppola. 
Yeah, that's a big name. That's a big name. So I'm sure it was kind of exciting and, and nerve wracking at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was your first but, soundtrack, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, they, they were very, they made us feel very comfortable. But being in the presence of somebody that big and you're just starting out kind of, it, it was, you know, you, of course, you're a little bit nervous, you know, because you want to do, do the best job you can do for somebody like that. Right, right. So from there, then you you were signed to Fantasy Records, and you had an album that came out with them, and um, I believe one of the tracks on there, "I'm Your Genie," is what inspired Sylvester's track. Do you want to funk? Do you know anything yeah. about that, or is that ringing? Do I know you? anything about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sylvester stole my line. That's what they did. <laughs> And I told him, so I'm not saying something you don't know that I said, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm Your Genie. I'm Your Genie was what inspired him to do the song, Do You Want to Funk? Because I had him to come in and sing the line, let me funk with your emotion. And he said, Lordy, let me funk. Lordy, let me funk. Lordy, let me funk. Let me funk. With your emotion, Lordy, let me. And that's when, you know, I had him to sing it low. And he turned and looked at me. He said, girl, you wrote this? I said, yeah, I wrote this. Wow. Then the next thing you know, he's writing a song about do you want to funk? Okay. I said, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. Well, I remember that you you um, gave him uh what was the song? Uh, Someone Like You, which actually was the song that crossed Sylvester over. And that was scheduled right. to be your song, wasn't it? And he liked it. And you said, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, no, that, that song was, was meant, that it was, was sent for me to do. But, you know, everything is not always cut out like it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? It, it, if it's for you, it's, it's going to be, you know, Nobody can really take it from you, you know, if it's for you. And so who knows that if it would have been a crossover for me, it might have tanked. I don't know. But he did a great job. It yeah. took him to where he needed to go. And, uh, you know, just like Anastasia, I sang the lead for her to do her first biggest hit over in, 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 in Europe. But who knows if I could have done the same thing, you know what I mean? Because she copied everything That's that right. I did. You know, so I'm I remember like, when you came. Yeah. Yeah. So I you came up from knows? the studio. Yeah, that day. Right. Not to and cut you off, I'm sorry. We're having a little Go delay. Ahead. But who knows yeah. if I could have done the same thing? You know what I mean? Um, so she did a great job on it. And so one of these days I'd like to meet her because she talked to Isora. And Isaura said, my girlfriend is the one who sang your lead for your demo. <laughs> she said, and she said, oh, my. Yeah. She said, she said she'd like to meet me as well. She said, oh, my, she's really saying that. I said, I guess I did. She copied everything. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you came home from the studio that day and you called me and you were like, Child, I just did this song. I was singing for this girl. Evidently, she's really hot over in Europe, and it was all this yow, yow, yow stuff. <laughs> and then um, next, <laughs> and then next thing, who popped? Anastasia. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know the funny thing, Troy, is that Isaura called me, 
And she said, who is this girl over here? Can she really sing or is it doll studio or what? And I didn't know what she was talking about. She said, it's some kind of song called Out of Love or something. And um, the first time I heard her sing it, I, uh, Anastasia sing it, I was on my way home from somewhere and I heard the song and I started singing with it. And I said, why am I singing this song? I don't know. I've never heard this song before. And I was in my car. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, that's that song I did for that girl. And at the time, I didn't remember her name. And I pulled over and I was literally shaking as I listened to it, you know, and I said, oh, my God, mm -hmm. she sung the hell out of it. But see, I I guess in my other mind that I. I remembered all the words because I had worked like four hours on it, doing it, you know. And so right. when I told her, Jeannie, hold me, that, hold, hold that okay. thought, Jeannie, one second. We're going to take a quick break and on our okay. way out, we're going to hear the new happiness 2020 mix. We'll be right okay. back everybody with Jeannie Tracy. Okay. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. 
Now, back to Prince Among Queens. Hello, everyone, and welcome back with our special guest today, Jeannie Tracy. And as we were talking about Jeannie's singles that were coming out on Megatone Records and her success that started, um, she also uh, was a female vocalist uh, winner on Star Search for six weeks. And then she took a bit of a hiatus to take care of her good friend, Sylvester, who at the time was uh, diagnosed with AIDS and was uh, passing. So she took the time to help him and take care of him. And then um, you came back with another single right after that called Let's Dance, which um, was a good good hit. And then you met Narda, Narda Michael Walden, all right? Yes. And then things started to, to, to go in a different direction for you, right? With different soundtracks and meeting different artists. Yeah. And- yes. Um, I met Narda um, at a show that I was doing. And... Um, he came up. What happened in the show is somebody pulled the plug, and so the sound went off. They did it purposely, and because the show, oh. you know, we were doing really good on the show, and then, but I just kept singing, and we just kept on with with the with the with the show and everything. I was so embarrassed, but you know, you just got to do what you got, you know, got to do, and um, and right. I, the song was almost over. And after the show, Narda came over, and that was my time. He says, "Oh." you put on such a great show. He said, and that you kept singing after the sound went off. He said, that was genius. <laughs> and I said, what else was I going to do? So um, anyway, I told him that I wanted to sing. I would love to sing background. And he looked stunned. He says, you really want to sing background? And I said, yeah. I said, that's been one of my passions. I've always wanted to do background behind some of the big artists and stuff he says okay and uh, so I gave him a card and he called me he called me that next week and I, I sang uh, behind Stacy Lattisaw first and then after that uh, he was doing like a different couple of different artists uh, Angelo Bofield for one and, and uh, Stacy Lattisaw and a couple other people but then when he really started to hit you know was when he started doing the Whitney Houston and Aretha Franklin and and, and Mariah Carey. I sang on her first um, song, the first couple of songs. And so that's where it all started for me. And I still work with him today. After over 30 years, I'm still, you know, doing sessions with him and, you know, doing his shows that he puts on. He does a couple of shows a year. And so I still do those live with the band, which is a lot of fun with me since I do, you know, track shows most of the time. So it's always great for mm-hmm. me to sing with a live band. Um, and then from there on, uh, Walter Afanasiev, who was Mariah Carey's um, um, songwriting partner, he was with Narda and he was doing all the sessions. He was creating all the music at the plant um, in Sausalito, which is a studio over there. And Narda was putting him over there because he had so much work. He, he put some of the work on, on Walter. Well, then Walter was offered a, a, a multi-million dollar deal to go with Tommy Matola uh, and start his own, you know, thing with Mariah. And so, and Celine Dion. So I was working with both of them. You know, I was going from Narda to Walter. And so some of the biggest... Uh, movies in Disney World and stuff like that. I've I've sang on a lot of that stuff, and so one of the reasons why um, 
you know, I still love to do background music. I mean, I'm, I would, I'd rather sing background sometimes than to be on stage sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I know with them, uh, uh, after Narda and then with um, Walter, I mean, you... You know, you've worked, like you said, Whitney, Barbara, Aretha, Patty the Bell. I mean, the list goes on and on. Is there anybody that you'd like to work with that you haven't yet? Yeah, Johnny Mathis. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I, I know it sounds funny because he's a different kind of singer, but I've been in love with him since a long time, for years and years, and I actually got a chance to meet him. And he saw me on Star Search, but, you know, I never got a chance to, but that's one of the people that I always wanted to, to work with. But everybody else that I've always loved and wanted admired, I've gotten a chance to do that. You know, with like Aretha was, that was an ultimate dream of mine to, to sing with her, you know, or sing behind her. And, and sometimes, um, Troy, they'll have me what they call shadow sing because Aretha didn't fly and didn't travel Narda would go to her and record her. Uh, Whitney came to the Bay Area. You know, she, he would fly her in. Mariah would fly in. But Aretha wouldn't fly, so they'd have me, if he wanted to do something with her voice in it, he'd have me do it. You know, I don't think I sound a- at all like Aretha, but they they um, would have me shadow singer. And I've done it with Celine as well. Uh, they had me, what they call shadow singing, is you sing with the person underneath them, just right underneath them. And then it's called shadow singing. And so you don't overpower the singing, you just sing right underneath them. So I've done quite a bit of that with Celine and also Aretha. And that was that was different, you know. So it's like an underlay uh, to the vocal. Yeah, yeah is what it exactly. Is, a soft underlay, yeah, but, but it keeps it right. going and flowing in that direction. Right. Cool, yeah, I didn't, I, I wasn't familiar with that. In fact, when I was in England with Paul, um, Paul Masterson, he goes, well, honey, did they just stick you up in the mic and say sing? <laughs> he said, I hear you all over the place on her stuff. And I said, I said, and then when I, he, he played the album, which I hadn't heard before, and he played it, we were eating dinner. And he, I said, oh, my God, you can't hear me all through those songs. I said, I said, they, sh- they shadowed me, you know, and I said, they had me sing a lot, you know, underneath her. He goes, I know, it's like, they, did they just stick the mic in your mouth and say, sing? <laughs> <laughs> so that was always kind of cool, you know, doing that. And um, um, I just did a, something for CBS about behind the songs, and it was about Whitney Houston. Well, the thing was, um, one moment in time. The, the song One Moment hmm. in Time, that was for the, the uh-huh. Olympics. And the the lady kept asking me, what did it feel like to sing behind this great song? Well, we didn't know it was going to be a great song. We just knew that Whitney was, <laughs> Whitney was going to be singing it. And if she <laughs> sang it, it was going to be a great song. It could be a hit because she's singing it, right? And so the the mm-hmm. temperature the temperature in the room is always that. You know, we take direction on what we're supposed to do. They tell us what to sing. We sing it. And and being a background singer, you have to be able to blend with other people. You know, you can't, you know, over sing and all that kind of stuff or not have the correct blend. So 
usually they pick people that sing together all the time. So we, we, we have a group of people, that's what we do. They call in these certain people. And a lot of other singers think, oh, they're just being, um, what is it when you just call in a s- certain kind of people? Like you clicky? Know, when you're yeah, clicking? click. They say, oh, they got their click going. No, it's not a click. It's just that we do this all the time, and we, they call them the A-team. Okay, they don't want the B-team. <laughs> <laughs> well, the A-team, you can go in. You guys know what you're doing. You could lay it down, and it doesn't take, you know, take after take and cost a lot of money. That's you know? right. And, and, and then we walk in with the blend. We don't, we don't practice. We don't do any of that. We just walk in with the blend. They tell us what to sing. We sing it, and we kick up, get our pennies, and we go home. But see, that's the talent. You guys are all talented, and you know they can they can rely on you for that. So it's also oh my God, I'm sure. I love this. Um, you love what? I said I love that stuff, man. I love that. I love it because you 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 know you. Well, it's always a, exciting. It's exciting, and I, I love doing studio work. Period. Because you're in a room by yourself. You know, I usually have them cut the lights off, and I can just create. And you know I'm getting I've got my setup already, right? I got That's a studio what you were telling setup. me, yeah. Yeah, and, and not only that, um, my piano is in the shop. And why did I take it to a place? There's it's only one <laughs> shop around here because Leo's is closed, and so there's only one one um shop that fixed this pianos and I have a cord. I, I said, then this man told me to wait. Give me about a month. And then, then you can then you can see if I've even opened the case up. I'm like, what? I need my piano. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm thinking about just <laughs> buying another piano, you know, because it looks like it's gonna be months before this man. And there were pianos stacked all around on top of him and everything. I thought he's never gonna get to my piano, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm surprised there's not more of them that are around and open now. But I guess with everything that's going on in the world, it's, you know, yeah, everybody's cut, cutting back and, you know, and closing down at the same time. So. It's horrible. It's a horrible, it's a horrible thing, you know. But hopefully, right, right. you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully that we'll get through this. I thought never in my lifetime would, would we go through anything like this. You know, it's just been maddening but I keep myself sane because I'm doing things here um I'm still writing um I'm doing a lot of these zoom meetings and um um things with other people uh, like I just did a song kind of the we mm-hmm. all the world is called it's not enough and the other night it was like a hundred mm-hmm. people trying to get on and talk and everything and so I got a chance to say something to two of the girls are friends of mine and they used to sing with Narda you know, with me in artist camp and they sing with train mm-hmm. now they're the background singers for train. And so they have a song because for me, Troy, I'm always. We're going to take a quick, hold that thought right there, Jeannie. We're going to take <laughs> another break. See the time's going by quick now. <clears throat> and then when we come back, we'll finish what you're talking about and then move on on how you broke into the house music with it's my time. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I listen to Jeannie on the way out and it's a new song of true colors.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at T-BestTalentAgency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right, everybody. Welcome back with our special guest, Jeannie Tracy. And um, Jeannie, so when... You were finished uh, with Sylvester and all the, not finished with Sylvester, but helping aid Sylvester and all that. You kind of crossed over into the house house music side and um, released a track called I Found Love and Picture This. And you first went under the name of Nobody. It was just a blank, blank record. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, they wanted to test the waters on, on the sound and see if people were playing it, which they did start playing it. And then it came out as Techno Diva. Right. That, with the... With, funk with your emotions and party up. So how was, how was that different crossing right into the going from house from the sort of, I'm going to say what disco kind of sound into the house sound. Yeah. It was annoying at first to be called something else beside <laughs> my name, you right. know, but, but the music I loved and pictured this, um, I, I, I featured it on my page on Facebook a few weeks ago and Matt Waterhouse from England said, Oh my God, I used to play this. He said, I didn't know this was you. See, you know, that's that's the manly thing about stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And somebody, one of the fans said, Everybody knows this Jeannie Tracy. Get a girl a break. Put her name on it, you know. <laughs> so, you know, that just like the song Happiness, um, it was put out years ago, uh, by Paul Masterson's manager put it as a group name. I'm not a group. My name is Jeannie Tracy. Put the group and then my name, you know? And so going through that stuff was just absolutely crazy to me. And so um, so now this year they put the song out again and it did very, very well as I thought it would be, but they, they did a great promotion on it. But he put my name on it. He says, I'm putting your name on it. I said, good. That's why, you know, nobody... I'm not a group name. My name is not Wand. <laughs> yeah. I was never yeah, a part. Happiness. Yeah, I was never <laughs> a, a part of any group. No, never. Okay. Right. And happiness. Um, we actually—that's the first song that we played a piece of on our first break. Was the happiness 2020, the one they just re-released yeah. that they put your name yeah. on. Um, I remember yeah. though in the in the beginning um, with I Found Love that it was not so much you; it was the label that was having kind of a bad track record, I'm going to say. Not a bad name, but a bad track record. So they just put out this red record to see if people would play it, not knowing it was from Megatone or from, you know, where it was from. 
And that's kind of what stirred it all up because of your vocals. Everybody's like, hey, that red record. Do you have that red record? Are you playing that red record? And <laughs> it was you. So, now you tell you know. me something that I didn't know. I didn't have any idea that that was what <laughs> was going on, that there was, it was. Oh, yeah. Up. Oh, okay. Evelyn just well, back gave in the day, a they out. got a record. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, uh, I remember back in the day that there was a little bit of a bad rap. I'm not, you know, I'm going to have to just. It's my show. I'm going to have to call a spade a spade. But Megatone wasn't doing very well publicly. And they didn't want uh-huh. to put a record out on you that mm-hmm. had Megatone on it because a lot of people would just shelf it and not listen to it. So oh. They figured, oh, my God. What's that? So they figured, turn that off. They figured that with the, um, the quality of it, that it would just um, top button. I'm sorry, everybody. That's a air conditioner went off here in the in the hotel I'm on location but um they figured if they would play it and then the quality of it would carry itself and that's what happened and that's when everybody uh-huh. was like that red record that red record and then sure enough right. it turned out and then i don't know why they put techno diva instead of genie tracy but that's what gave the right. uh, that's what gave that record the, the leg techno work diva. okay so. techno diva okay and then i was i was another name but that- i was another name with Tip Weary put they put for fantasy, I did another take uh Manhunt. Remember Manhunt? I forgot the name I went under. Oh, under yeah. I'm going on a manhunt. That one but, I remember. Yep. But that's because I had a record deal and so they, you know, they couldn't use my name, so they had to use another name, you know. So I thought, oh my God, is there anybody gonna ever know that this <laughs> this is me, you know? <laughs> Well, they did. They did because after that led to your signing in the UK under Pulsate Records, which collaborated with the band of Gypsies. And that's where If This Is Love and Do You Believe in the Wonder and It's My Time Again. That was the name of the album came out. So you got a yeah. lot of a lot of legwork on that. And then that was with a- that album, one of my favorites. Go ahead. That was what? No, go ahead. One of I was your favorites. Say, and on that album was was one of my favorite songs, Crying in My Sleep. Oh, that, was, that was um, my favorite. Uh, put, that was put. my favorite. One of my favorite albums because of my time over there, and Pulsate treated me mm-hmm. like a real artist. <clears throat> I'd never had that kind of treatment right. before from a label, and they treated me like a real artist. And um, I, I really had a great time over there working with the Gypsies. In fact, we they tried to do some other stuff on me a couple of years ago and then um nigel had to take he went on a year vacation who does that <laughs> right and so <laughs> so we didn't we didn't get it together but that was some of my all-time favorite times um what was the song you said that you liked that was crying in my sleep but on that album you also they um did with bobby womack they collaborated you with bobby womack on it's a man's world yeah which was kind Do of you- exciting do you know? Um, do you know that that song that that video just surfaced like two or three months ago? From that what, song, the, it's, a that it's a man's world. It's a man's world. No, it's a man's world. Mm-hmm. Just surfaced. I never saw the video ever. They did a video for really? VH1. Yeah, for VH1. It was played over in the UK and and Germany. And because I said, girl, I saw your video. I said, you did. I never saw the video. And uh, I, didn't I, have either. It. I have the video, but it's on like 
you know, some kind of thing. I have to go to a place and have it, you know, Is it on that UK? That UK? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, and it yeah. just surfaced because we were, Bobby and I were on a TV show called The White Party. Didn't mean there was just white people there. It was just the white. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, um, it was a fantastic. The only people Americans that had ever been on that show was Stevie Wonder and Prince, and me and Bobby Womack. And so, they showed it. I was scared to look at Detroit because I didn't know what I looked like, what my hair looked like, what my. But it's really, it's on YouTube now. And this guy, he said, "Jeannie, have you seen this?" And I said, where did you get this? He said, it's on YouTube and it's only been one person looked at it. He said, it just came on today. And I said, Jeannie hasn't seen this. And it really is good. It, you know, when you get a chance to look at it, it's Bobby Womack and Jeannie Tracy. Uh, it's a man's world. And it's the white. Actually, we're doing two songs on that on that television show. No, I will. I'll check it out. Definitely. I'll check it out. Um, <laughs> And, and uh, I asked Matt, Matt, uh, it, it I asked, go ahead. Go, no, go, go, go ahead. You asked Matt, Matt, I what? asked Matt, Matt, I said, who did my hair? My hair looks cute. He said, you did, honey. <laughs> he said, and I said, well, who did my makeup? He said, it was a girl from the UK. He said, but you were directing her. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I remember during all that time, you had a lot of commercials. You were doing a lot of commercials then from Manwich to Clorox to Acura. And, but the most, I think still <clears throat> to today, correct me if I'm wrong, was uh, the California Raisins because you actually were yeah. a raisin. You had your own character. I still yeah. have it with the hoop earrings <laughs> and the big red lips. And yes. you did that step yeah. out and was like, woo, I heard it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, that so, was fun. The raisins were fun. And I used to have so much fun doing the commercials because uh, you could just go in there for 10 minutes or 15 minutes or however long it took you and just rack up, you know. And so that was my introduction to um, those guys are not doing jingles anymore. You know, um, I'd like to get back mm. into it because I really love doing that work. Yeah, the California raisins. I have my, and you know, Troy, I'm the one that came up with that, the one for um, the California raisins where the man is having a dull, dry day and the raisins kick open the cabinet. And eating I his went lunch? To the, was it? Uh huh, yeah. He was, was it the one? His lunch. <laughs> and so I went, to, I went to Jeffrey Cohen, who wrote Freeway of Love, and I said, Jeffrey, I said, I have an idea for a California raisin. He goes, I said, a Gladys Knight kind of racing he, he goes um well let me hear it so i said shall i do it i heard it through the grapevine raising the california sunshine i heard 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 i heard it and he goes oh he goes well what you gonna do if they get gladys tonight i said just pay me for the idea <laughs> so <laughs> they decided he came back to me he goes they're gonna use you and i, I said what he said yeah we because you know they 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 like your idea and everything so they want you to do it so i ended up me and nanny stocking did the background and i did the lead on that is that the one where all the raisins were like taking a step a step and then you stepped to the side and spun around and then had your own little step out was that that commercial no that was, was, another it, was one. That? that was another one the, that one was the man was eating lunch 
and the raisin jumped out the cabinet and kicked, kicked the toaster. And and then that's when I said, Shall I do it? I heard. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. And then, and then uh, we did yeah, the cause... then we did the the Ra- raisin rain one with with uh that was the first one I did was the raisinettes with Ray Charles. Right, right. That's yeah. it. That's yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> I remember then, yeah, because um what was that one you did? Hey, everybody, have you heard the news? What was that? Um, Clorox. That's when the Clorox one was on television. You had a couple going at the same time. Which yeah. Was, which and was yeah, cool. I had about nine. One time I had nine. <laughs> <laughs> I said, am I the only one singing jingles around here? <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but you that know, was good. the that funny was- thing, they didn't like for you to, like, if there was a different ad person, they didn't like for you to tell the other person you was doing another ad for somebody else. So you just had to shut your mouth and right. do theirs and, you know, go. They didn't like that. So I just kept my mouth. <laughs> so they said, Jeannie, they don't like to know that you're doing jingles for somebody else. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That was, that was yeah, let them hear it and let them figure it out, you know. Yeah. But you know how I got it? And from there, that? you actually, you actually, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, was going to say from that, but go ahead, finish what you were saying. So we got one minute till break. So you were saying how you actually no, got no, you into go, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you say. No, I was going to take us to the next, to the next topic. So finish on. I was going to bring up um, the TV show, The Adventures of King Karate, that you were doing for okay. the children's television okay. show. I don't know. Sorry again. That's not the way it's kicking on. So why don't we just, it, you know, can we go early to break? Like that. This yeah. is on location. This is crazy, but let's take it. Let's go to break early and I'm going to correct that problem for good. And uh, on our way out, we'll okay. hear uh, everybody's up. One of Jeannie's songs that we're going to talk about okay. in a few minutes. Thanks. Okay. And we'll be back with Jeannie Tracy. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. 
Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at T Best Talent Agency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right. Everybody, thanks and welcome back. And again, I apologize for the the, the sound uh, that went a little crazy there. Uh, I'm on location, and things happen, I guess, when you're live. But back to Jeannie Tracy. From there, uh, you went on and had your first, I believe, number one um, on Tommy Boy with a group called Rosabelle, which was called The Power. And you had a single with them, also keep the party jumping. Um, and then the famous cha-cha heels came about, which from what I remember you telling me is that all came from you in the studio. I, was it, were you doing the power? And that's when you were just sitting back and had your slippers and you're like, honey, bring me my cha-cha, my cha-cha shoes. And then they had, uh, whatchamacallit, had the, Abel had the mic on and was recording some of your one-off things that you were saying and they, they put it together as a song. Is that, is that how that all happened? Sort of. It was Stan Strong um, that I started going off and t- just do- acting crazy at the end of the song, you know, <laughs> where the beats come in. And so the mm-hmm. beats were coming in after the song. And so Abel and Ralphie were walking around the studio like they had air high heels on. And, uh, <laughs> and so they would say, we got our cha-cha heels on. And so I was putting Cheetos in there because Abel and I like Cheetos. And so I would say, get my Cheetos, honey. And I was just saying all kind of crazy stuff. So I got a call one night and um, Abel said, there's something going on. And I said, what's going on? He goes, well, our, the song that it's a song that that's out, that's that's going crazy. And I said, stand strong. He goes, no. I said, well, I haven't done anything else. And he goes, well, you have. And so we we were doing we were doing we were doing CC Peniston. So we stopped and said, "Let's have some fun." And so they put all of this stuff ad libs that I'd done on other stuff, and did all this crazy stuff that I did on Stand Strong at the end of Stand Strong, and put it in a track, and threw some Gloria Esteban horns in it. And the people, they played it at the fireball. And at the beginning, you know, the DJs don't talk. So I said, I heard there was a fire up in here. <laughs> Are you ready to put out the fire? And then I said, Roosevelt going to set this house on fire, baby. And so um, they threw that in there. And when he played it for me, I was laughing so hard. I said, when did I do all of that stuff? And he goes, well, you did it. You know, you just didn't know what you were doing. So I said, oh, my God. He said, we played it at the fireball and the people went crazy. And he said, we played it a few hours later 
we played it and they lost their minds again. And Abel and I looked at each other, Ralphie and I looked at each other and we go, oh my God, what do we have here? So they sent it to Tommy Boy and Victor Lee decided that they would put it out. I think they dropped the ball on it because it could have went, because straight clubs were playing it too, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it could have crossed over. They just didn't you know, put enough, they just let it do what it was going to do on its own, you know, and uh, that that song was really a blessing for me because it took me everywhere, it took me a, a lot of places, you know, and it was really a, a blessing, and even today that I have to finish a show with that, you know, right. and so uh, I'm really grateful for that little crazy song, which I'm not even singing, it's more of an attitude track. Right. <laughs> But it was a good attitude track. And in fact, it was all pretty yeah. much around the world. And and that's what caught the attention of Alter down in Brazil. And then you came up with yeah. a track with them called Party People, which again took off and everybody up, which we just heard on our on our out uh, outro of the last break. So how was that meeting those guys and going down to Brazil and touring down there and all? Oh, they were the nicest guys. They sent me a track and I said, and at the time I was was going to have a, a little bit of out sur surgery. And um, I said, well, you know, I have to take some time off. So when I come back, I'll listen to it. I hadn't even listened to it. So when I came back, I said, these guys, let me get on this song. And uh, I said, I don't like the words and I don't like the melody that you're singing on it. I said, let me, I like to write my own stuff. So they said, okay, honey, let us hear it. So when they heard what I did, they said, oh yeah, we love it. So um, we sent it to Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy says, oh, we're going in another direction, Jeannie, sorry. So they came, the boys came back and said, let's do it ourselves. I said, oh my God, what? You know, so we did, though. We had, you know, help with a couple of people. And somebody said, call um, Bobby Sean. Bobby said, I've heard this song. He says, he says, I've been hearing about this song. I said, well, can you, you know, put it on your roster and everything? He goes, he says, some of my guys got it up to number one. I said, tell them to back off. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so it went number one. Okay, so then when everybody up came, came out, then I took it to Tommy Boy, and Tommy Boy said, "Okay, we'll take it," because they didn't take the um, they didn't take, um, they didn't take party, party people. people. Uh huh. And so, but they took everybody up, you know. And and party party people right. is on uh, Bring It On that movie called Bring It On, right? With the cheerleaders and stuff. With the cheerleaders, yeah, with uh, Christina Milian. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so when they called me, they said. Um, they said, we want to, uh, oh, Victor said, oh, Jeannie, you don't, you know, the, the contracts are really kind of, we'll do it for, uh, usually we take 50-50, but we'll do 60-40. I said, I already have an attorney. Thank you very much, but no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, that's, that, was, you know, <laughs> that was it. And you got to go down to Brazil after that and tour, didn't you? Oh, my God. When we met each other, we were just like all over each other, just kissing and hugging and just it was just so good to meet the voices that you hear, heard on the phone. And everything that I did was, you know, uh, via uh, email and computer, you know, right. we did everything like that.
And so when I go in the studio, I go by myself and I produce all the vocals and everything myself, you know. Mm-hmm. I really don't like but, working with people in there. You know, I just like to work alone. Right. Well, sometimes it's easier that way, you know. But um, real quick, before we have to say goodbye already, the time is just yeah. gone. Um, <laughs> I want to give some of your, your credits because you appeared on two BBC television documentaries, um, including the, the Queens of Disco. And then you were on uh, TV One's Unsung as well as The Joy of Disco on BBC. But um, I remember one thing that you were excited about was for Mahalia. Is I pronounce that right? Mahalia, the gospel singer? Mahalia, yeah. Mahalia, right. yeah, where you took the lead in that after Jennifer Holiday and um, kept the show going and had a lot of fun with that. Was that how was that going off to stage from, you know, from recording to from live Jennifer like Holiday? that? Yeah. Leave it yeah. after you Jennifer Holiday? Yeah, you handled it. You handled it. And, and Mahalia. And Mahalia's big shoes. I, a, I said, what am I doing in my life? Because at first I said, okay, yeah. And then I went, what the hell am I doing in my life? <laughs> but yeah, I did it. You know, yeah, I did it. You know, yeah, it was great. It was uh, fantastic being, going into a show of that magnitude. I've done her twice. I did her in Right, New I remember City. you redid it. Yeah, I did it. Uh, yeah. And uh, in San Francisco and everything. And the f- weird thing about that is that I didn't have an understudy. So that meant I couldn't get sick. <laughs> and <laughs> It was I, all on you. And, and, and to say that I had a horrible time with the, with the director was horrible to me. I, and so, but anyway, I, I got through that. And we had good houses and it was just wonderful. Uh, it was only three people on the stage, you know, and the song, I learned 28, I had 16 monologues and 28 songs in the whole show. So it, it and I learned it in three weeks because I thought maybe I had Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> and I thought, can I learn all of this stuff? And then you had made the contracts where, they could. They had to pay me for the whole run if they got rid of me, but I couldn't get out of it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That was so, great. And I, I think I called you and said, "Can I get out of this?" And you said, "Nope." <laughs> nope. Exactly. Well, Jeannie, our time is is up already. It's been a great hour talking with you, and I appreciate you coming on the show. And hopefully, you had as much fun as I did. And, yeah, I um, did. It was fun. Join us again next week, where we're going to have uh, worldwide recording our. Miss Janice Robinson on the show. So my name is Troy Bronstein. Janice will be on next week. And thanks for listening to my show, Prince Among Queens. And we'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Prince Among Queens. Be sure to join host Troy Bronstein for another great episode next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, enjoy your week.